Good afternoon. Oh my goodness me. Um, how are you? And welcome. Welcome, welcome. We are on chapter 33 of The Midnight Gang. And it's called Flying Old Lady. So, here goes. <clears throat> you are late, shouted Amber as Tom and the porter finally arrived. George was standing beside her, not looking best pleased either. All three teams were now gathered at the bottom of the tall stairwell, which stretched from the very bottom of the hospital to the very top. Everyone was holding huge bunches of balloons. Of course, being the unofficial leader of the Midnight Gang, Amber had to have the largest number of balloons. Well, it looked like about two or three hundred. All of Amber's balloons were tied to her wheelchair. There were so many that she was actually hovering off the ground ever so slightly. One more balloon and she might just have taken off. It was clear that she and Robin had been very busy in their attempt to make George's dream come true. Sorry, said Tom as he and the porter arrived. Standing at the bottom of the stairwell, Tom finally had a sense of how incredibly tall Lord Fund Hospital was. Looking up, he felt dizzy. Tom had never been in a building so tall before. A giant staircase led all the way down from the very top of the hospital. There must have been at least a thousand steps in all. And the ceiling was a huge glass skylight. Through that, Tom could see stars twinkling in the night sky. Everyone's faces were glowing with excitement. To be out of their beds in the dead of night was always a thrill. Okay, everyone, give me your balloons, announced George. He couldn't wait a moment longer. Patience, young George, sir said the porter. This is a delicate operation. We need to get the number of balloons just right. If you take all the balloons now, you could zoom all the way up there like a rocket. That's exactly what I want, protested the boy. Chance would be a fine thing, remarked Robin. Now, if you at home, are thinking of making your pet fly. Here is the number of balloons you would need. But please ask the pet first, as some do quite like to stay on the ground. So if you've got a gerbil, it will need seven balloons. A hamster, 12 balloons. A rabbit, 
31 balloons, a tortoise, 39 balloons, a cat, 47 balloons, but I think my cat is, well, a bit of a hefty cat, so I think possibly more like 57. A dog, 58 balloons, a pig, 117 balloons, a donkey, 343 balloons, an elephant, of course, if you have an elephant for a pet, 97,282 balloons. And a blue whale, I can't even say this number. Um, let's have a look. 3,985,422 balloons. I don't know what that number is. I'm <laughs> not very good with numbers, as we all know. I am already floating. Look, said Amber. The girl was hover hovering a few centimetres off the ground. And that is with the weight of the wheelchair. All right, all right, said George impatiently. Just tell me what to do. First, someone needs to go to the very top of the stairs to take just one balloon off George so that when he's floated up, he can safely float back down, said the porter. <clears throat> Hands up if you want to volunteer. Needless to say, none of the Midnight Gang wanted to climb a thousand stairs. <clears throat> Without thinking, Tom lifted his hand to pick his nose. Thank you, young Thomas, sir, said the porter. But, protested Tom, very noble of you. Off you go. Oh. Reluctantly, Tom began ascending the stairs. At first, he stomped to show his annoyance. But that soon became exhausting, so he stopped and simply climbed them. Tom could hear everything that was going on below as the voices echoed up the stairwell. <clears throat> as usual, the porter organised everything for the children. He began gathering the balloons bunch by bunch before handing them over to George. In no time, the boy was starting to feel weightless. His feet skinning the ground. We need to be very careful now, said the porter, one balloon at a time. Finally, Tom had reached the very top of the staircase. He was now whoa, completely out of breath. Tom was not sporty at all, and to him, this was like scaling Mount Everest. The boy looked down and felt a hundred times dizzier than when he had looked up. It was as if he was going to fall, even though with the handrail there was no way he could. George was now floating a few centimetres off the ground. 
one or two more balloons and he would be soaring through the air. Are you ready up there, Mr Thomas, sir? called the porter. Ready, Tom shouted back down, though for a moment he'd forgotten what he had gone all that way up there to do. Take a balloon off George so he can safely float back down again, he muttered to himself, suddenly remembering. The porter held one balloon in his hand to George's hundreds. I am sure this is the one that will finally make you fly. Are you ready? Ready, replied George. The porter looked over at Amber and Robin. All together now. Let's make it like the launch of a space rocket. Ten, nine, eight. The Midnight Gang all began counting down together. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh no, before they could say one. The impossibly old lady, Nellie, waltzed into the bottom of the stairwell, clutching her balloon. Oh, hello again, she said brightly. As much as I love this balloon you gave me, I wondered if you could swap it for a pink one. Nellie reached out and grabbed the huge bunch of balloons John uh, George was holding. As soon as she did so, her little body shot up through the air faster than a rocket. Oh my goodness. Oh, what do you think is going to happen? Is Tom going to be able to catch her at the top? Oh. Come back tomorrow and find out. <laughs> Until then, take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.